Hey, what's going on, everybody? Oh, music's music's funky. I like it. Absolutely. Um, That's our pal Steve Earl and Max. Yeah. I'm excited. No, no, I'm excited this time, actually, uh, for once on this show. Uh, We've had a hiatus uh, of sorts. Yeah, we did take a little break. Uh, We did kind of do the whole, like, you know, three episode thing. And then we were like, you know what? We got to 90. Let's take another break. That was enough. But we wanted to schedule this out. We wanted to do 91 through 100. We wanted to make these uh, next 10 episodes special. And, uh, you know... It's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, you ring that We're kicking that bell. it off with yeah. a special guest. Absolutely. He's been wanting to get on, and believe it or not, I've been wanting him on. And, uh, you know, I wanted him on so bad that uh, I had to I had to cancel him uh, at one point. Uh, I had to say, you know what? You were just on a podcast, and it's just it's just not going to be as fresh. It's just not going to be as... So we got to wait a little bit. We got to wait it out. You know, we got to grow. Oh, you, you, know, did, you we did gotta, Rachel's podcast right? yeah 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 yes, yes. yeah yeah, yeah well, and he was great I, I did that too but you know but you know we needed we're gonna to, cancel my we need ass to give too? It some, we need to give it some time <laughs> we need to give it some time you know and uh we need you know we need to make it fresh but uh no but uh, but also this is this is my good friend man and this is uh i've known him since 2000 i think nine Right, I think that's like when we were probably eight. We were like seeing each other around should, and being like that tell, guy. We should tell the audience his name, actually. Well, I'm getting there, man. It's my epic introduction <laughs> and my pleasure to give you Gregory Boozerith. Hey, how's it going? Everybody? Hey, it's going good. It's good going to see you me. again. Thank you for having me. Um, you I, know. I don't think I've seen you since you had the show at uh, Adventureland. Yes, it's been and a minute. Yeah. You, you have many books since then. So Yes. yes. So yeah. Spill. Well, he was promoting the first book, Simple Mathematics, at Adventureland. I remember. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so let's can we start there? Can we start at sure. Simple Mathematics? So sure. you were working on this book in, like, Kind of the winter, or you were still working on it in like 2000, was that 18? Yes. 18. Yeah. So I went up to you in a bit of a rut. Someone had pulled out of our February show, and you were saying you were working on this book. And I kind of hit you with, I think this was December 26, because this was for sure at 100% at the California Clipper Lounge. Rest in peace. No, it's um, be, it's coming back. The reopening. Oh, oh nice. I, yeah. I thought you were like, no, you, it was somewhere else. I was like, what the fuck? No, no, they're, <laughs> um, they're uh, reopening yeah. it. No. And you know what? Marie Jeanne's coming back but, under a different name. Oh, no. well, it's not Michael. Yeah, it's not my. There's just there's another restaurant going in that space. Right. Uh, that no, no, article. No, no, no. Okay, Michael, Michael's not... opening a place in Logan. Oh, okay. With you know Matt Trost. Oh, anyway, good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we're not plugging them. We're plugging Gregory Boozer <laughs> right now. And uh, what, what, what I want to what I wanted to say was um, we love talking about restaurants. You came into the clutch, so to speak. You know, you came in, and also I. I think I put like a little bit of unnecessary pressure on you to get the book done a little faster. I'm not 100% sure. I hope that wasn't the case, but it was sort of a short amount of time that you had to put things together in order to get this show done. And I want to thank you for that. But also like, tell me about like what made you go down that road of like, of like, you know, cause I want to talk about where we where where you started, but, but like, you know, you went from music videos and like sort of dabbling in animation, you know, and you still do, of course, but like you, then you found this kind of like this 
new idea of, of like speaking to kids. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you do that? Um, I mean, that's, that's a really great question. Um, you know, I think, you know, I'm, 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 I'm grateful and I'm blessed to have made it as far as I did, um, as a music video director and in film or whatnot. Um, and you know, it was fun. I learned a lot as uh, it was fun. It was, it's a lot of fun. We had, we had a lot of good can shoots. We, can we shout out the white, can we shout out the white boy video? Can we do it? Yes, okay. please. Okay. White boy video. Um, Thank you, Ebone. Shouts out to Ebone Hoodrich. Um, and yeah, this was, this was a, this was a time where, you know, we, we, we got our first DSLRs, me and Andre Muir. And, yeah. um, we were like, Hey, we, we got some people that we know that could fit, you know, this, the, the, the profile for the video and. We just yeah. threw a house party and had some fun. And right. At, at Zach Stemley's infamous at, spot on Damon and Armitage. Yes. You can't forget about you, that. Yeah, um, it's legendary. But Andre made a, a pretty crazy claim, man. And I want you to confirm this. I feel like you're going to, I feel like you're going <laughs> like to oh, humbly, no. knowing, knowing you, I feel like you're going to humbly deny it, but I'm hoping that maybe, maybe I'll get something. He said, D Gaines ripped you off. <laughs> ripped your style off for those who don't know uh dad yeah chris bat um mm-hmm. d Gaines is a um a, a music video director who yes. uh was famous in the came up in the drill scene right yes god i sound yes. like such a lame historian but uh the what scene the drill music scene Dr- uh, have uh, you ever felt so old in your right 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 um, <laughs> often often you know uh, like you know the the big at the big moments it was like chief keith and and uh Little Reese. Okay, yeah. I sound I sound so. Let, let me fifty year old like white a, guy. This you're talking I, yeah. about a subgenre of hip hop. Well, music. I feel yeah. like I feel like specific. I feel yeah. like thirty yeah. year old yeah. white guy on on Vice right now right. talking about it. I don't want to, but um, we're, but, we're the target he, demographic the for sti- sure. The cam- right. But the camera style was basically moving, motioning from side to side, and it it created this really kind of uh, hypnotic uh, look, in my opinion. And he said that. Andre Muir uh, claims that Greg was the originator. He, he's just trolling. Okay. Um, okay. You know, I I will say that, like, you know, at that at that particular moment, you know, that's when cameras, uh, you know, HD cameras became a little bit more affordable, so like mm-hmm. kids like myself could afford them. Yeah. So you know, a lot of new you know videographers and filmmakers came on the scene at that time, and you know, when you don't know what you're doing as an amateur, right? right. I can speak for myself. I can't speak for. D gains or anything, but I know, right. you know, I can't afford a, 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 at the time I couldn't afford like a gimbal or, you know, yeah. a crane or anything. So what am I just going to sit there with the camera? I got to move it. Yeah. I got to do yeah. something yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, so do, you know, what's so crazy, man, is like you, you say like all these, it really was the era where those cameras became affordable yeah. and everybody, everybody came up and, yeah. and got one and, and tried to tell their story. You guys actually managed to tell a lot, yeah. man. I actually... What what years are we talking? This was like from two thousand, maybe earliest origins eleven to like when Teo ended, which maybe was like what two thousand. Uh, well, <laughs> that's I, that's a that's questionable. That's questionable. It, it, right? it went into naked ball, ball, ballpark because two thousand eleven to. I remember me and Dre started uh, Teo. I think maybe around twenty ten. Okay, yeah, yeah. So right, mm-hmm. right. You know, first year of college, we were like, all right, you know. We're not fucking around anymore. What are we doing now? Like, what mm-hmm. are we going to get into? And then we knew that, you know, we loved art. We loved the art that Chicago had to offer. And But we felt like we were, you know, overshadowed by the New Yorks and, you know, yeah. the LA's or whatnot. Yeah. So we were like, hey, let's let's create a platform. 
I mean, you I know? think I think it's great that um, you know that the technology got there when you guys came of age because it's like I I can imagine it, it, to feel underrepresented and not not uh, not noticed and not part of that discourse yeah. or that conversation. Yeah. Um, you know the cameras, you know the new ones. Yeah, they democratize filmmaking. That you know era I mean? was truly a perfect storm in Chicago. Can yeah. I kind of like paint the scene here? I please, mean, you had the, the cameras, which were coming affordable to these film students who like. I felt like our age group particularly got hit with like, you can be a filmmaker. I don't know why, because yeah. now I'm looking at <laughs> yeah. kids my sister's age. They're more into politics. They're more into something yeah. like uh, yeah. other other than that, but. What I'm like, what I'm saying here is like, you had that, you had like the drill movement that was going on. You had like the Chicago Bulls who were on fire at that moment. It was like, and then you had kind of like, like the weird tactics of like what Rahm Emanuel was doing in Chicago. And that was Mm. getting like a weird light. And there was just Mm. like, and I'm not saying that was part of the perfect storm, but it was like a storm of like to get a lot of attention on Chicago Mm -hmm. to the point where we like, we were really big. At one point, it just kind of felt like we were sort of still like, are, kid. Well, still are. Yeah, but I could tell you, it doesn't feel the same as the way it did. Well, uh, look at the look at the way ago. look at the way filmmaking exploded from 2010 until now. Mm. I mean, Cinespace was half empty in 2010. Then right. all of a sudden, all the Dick Wolf stuff and all the other yeah. movies. There are four time travel shows shooting in Chicago right now. Wow, they've built. Uh, new studios. Why? Why time travel? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> you know? There are four time travel. There are four golf Caddyshack esque shows. Well, there, coming there's up. four. You know, Chicago Med, Chicago right. PD, Chicago yeah, yeah. Streets right, and right, Sand. Right, right. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. They should have Chicago, Chicago, Chicago homeless. We almost yeah. made it. Yeah. Chicago carjacker. You know, what I mean, yeah, Chicago. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, it should it should be even more uh, ridiculous than it is now. But you know, they built yeah. new studios all the way up to Thirty Fifth Street now, right? And, mm-hmm. and they're all occupied. I mean, they're yeah. they're all working. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, film in, in Chicago right now, we've really become a hub. Yeah, you know, we, we, one of the centers. Us in Atlanta, you know. I mean, yeah. tax breaks. Um, yeah, it's, you do yeah. have to give some credit to the uh, politicians Absolutely. on that. Yeah. You can't, you can't afford to shoot in New York. You can't afford to shoot in Los Angeles. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. With all that said, I'm, I'm saying like what him, what Greg and Andre did, I think is actually, you know, some kids spend a whole four years in film school and accomplish less, and it's like sad oh, that it's like these guys are living examples that like if you put yourself into there and just you know just do it just start just doing the work do it and actually learn from your mistakes and failures and then to create you know more you know complete things yeah. and i'm and you know what those music videos were i mean a lot of them were actually success yeah. i mean yeah. in, in a way I did mean, you do the like, tokyo one uh andre did well that was a beautiful yeah video that's, i really love that yeah that's i think when he did that, that's when I, I, I bowed out. And that's when I, I realized that that's not what I wanted to do with right. my career. Right. You know, um, there's something about music videos that gets kind of like I, Andre put it in his episode. There's too many chefs in the kitchen. I would say that's about right. It's it's hard to collaborate with so many people. 
Yes, yes, that's that's a that's one that's one con. But I mean, for me personally, you know, what it really came down to is, you know, I I, I had a moment. I was actually talking to someone about this recently. I had a moment like, you know, where I was, I asked myself, I was like, okay, you know, let's look at Gregory Buserth, right? Let's see, you know, what have I accomplished? What does my body of work say right now? And really all it was, was, you know, perpetuating the stereotype about my culture where, you know, you just have naked women and champagne Mm. bottles and so forth. And I was like, I don't even do that stuff, you know, and I don't exploiting I, I, white boys yeah. for their labor. <laughs> God damn it. You know, and I, I, you know, I had to, re, I, you know, I got older and then I, re, you know, I got a, my first big boy job as a multimedia production specialist. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, things really started to shift where it's like, okay, you know, let's think about legacy and what do I want to put out in the world, you know, to impact change on, you know, positively, with my culture as opposed to right yeah, yeah man let's let's all pop bottles and you know just go crazy and like yeah. I, no judgments you know if that's your bag that's your bag you know i i have i like to have fun too but right you know as an artist and what i wanted to leave with the world my impact mm-hmm. you know i think that was appropriate to do at the time when i was younger but you know mm-hmm. as yeah. i got older and learned more that's when i was like okay well i would say artist and educator you know your right. books your books very definitely have a message for the kids who get them. And with yeah. that said, there's still like some sexuality in it. There's still some, you know, there's still some fun like yeah. party esque themes in there where you're like, hmm, this guy, this this little, yeah. I'm, the character is Mochi. Yeah, uh, Goji. Goji, Jesus yes. Christ! I'm like, I'm like calling him Mochi. I was like, that's not his name. I'm, I'm gonna do. The, I was like, I'm gonna get it wrong. Is this, Goji. The, is this the first Go- book we're talking about? Yes. yes. But what's the what's the title of the book? Simple, Simple Mathematics. Yeah. Um, and what, what year you when get, did this come out? Simple uh, this was 2018, 2019, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I right, right, right when the show happened. It was right yes. on the yeah. it was With right that. on the border there yeah. because like yeah. it was in February. I think it was 2019. Exactly. Like, yeah. it, and you know what? That's officially... usually a really shitty month to have a show because the snow. You know, the weather. We, we had a fucked. polar. We had a polar vortex. Yeah, yeah was, we were yeah. putting together the show during the polar. <laughs> yeah, it was. He cold. goes. He goes. And we still had a packed house. Oh, yes. man. You know, now I like got Yeah. Crazy. He goes. He goes. Hey, man. He goes. I'm not scared. Let's put this show together. I go, dude. Are you <laughs> sure, man? Because you know, I'm. I'm all for you know, taking a break. You know, and calling it another day. You know, and he goes. No, lazy. We're, do, we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. we're doing this. Yeah. So, I'm lazy, you know? <laughs> I twist up I'm a fatty. I'm a lazy son. <laughs> I, I twist up a fatty. I'm a I lazy get some cheat toast. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, but I... Yeah, so, but, you know, uh, so we go out in this polar vortex. I'm, you know, braving it out. And uh, sure enough, you know, I get to the studio and Greg's like, you weren't joking, man. You know, this is pretty cool. I was like, yeah, but you know, we got it. And he's like, you're right. We did it. We did it. We put we it together. It. We did yeah. It. yeah. And then this guy calls me later. He goes, you know, he goes, maybe we should have waited another day because my <laughs> heat went out in my car. And I was like, huh. Yeah. My Toyota camera. Yeah. So can we yeah. go back to the first book again? Sure. You were talking yeah, about the, the main I, character. I did, yeah. I did want to talk about that. He, you know, he, he has like these really like kind of, crazy tendencies yeah. you know he can be a peeping tom he can be you know yeah. he could be a, 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 a <laughs> you know a a a drunk at times you yeah, know i still gotta sell be, these books yeah, yeah no. <laughs> but he could be he could be he could be, you know? he could be irresp- no but he, he could be this irresponsible character but yeah. i think it's 
everything that kids find funny. And yeah. I think it's I think it's a total insult that like we're try like when as people we try to be like, oh, this is the nice thing to do is get yeah. kids really do like 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 humor like that. Of oh, like, absolutely. Of like, yeah. you know, like, I remember every dirty joke I ever heard when I was in but first I, grade. I felt Come like on. I didn't even know what funny was until like the three stooges, you know, oh, they're slapping each other yeah. around and they're like, getting. it's like, there's a certain slapstick to it too, even though it's not total. it's not, you know, it's, it's, a, you know, it's a, illustrated, but you know, there's a part of it that's like, it really shares this humor that actually kids do understand. And I think that's a really overlooked part of it is like, you know, I think we really do condescend kids when they're oh, really yeah. and we, way we try to pedal, We try to peddle our own virtues to them. And yeah. it's like, yeah. it's bullshit. Most kids re- reject that stuff out of hand. Yeah. My mother used to buy me these books, The Hardy Boys, right? Yeah. I read 10 pages and like, <laughs> I, I, I read 10 pages and I thought, these, yeah. these, these guys are fuckheads. You know, it's yeah. like, I don't, I, you know, then I found her copy of The Graduate and mm. I found the dirty parts. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I like reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll read then, I read now. The, then I found a copy of The Godfather, and I found the part where Sonny puts the stones to the bridesmaid. You know, uh, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Mario Puzo spared Classy. no detail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very class. But, but I mean, it made me want to read, and I, I was a, I've been a reading fool ever since. I think I think you're doing a great thing. Thank yeah. you, yeah. Thank kids. You. I mean, you know. Give them the stuff they think is funny and and, uh, and yeah. goofy, you know. I mean, I, yeah. I think that um, where where one, you know, the idea to even write a book in the first place came from um, after I read, you know, the autobiography of Malcolm X for like the the second or third time. Yeah. I was like, man, yeah. you know, that this book is in, you know, has impacted me. Like, whoa, you know, and this guy's, you know, long gone, but his book is still here and it's still influencing others to do great things. Yeah. So he cast a huge shadow. Yeah. You know, yeah. To this day. And, you know, coupled coupled with I think Shell Silverstein said this and he was like, you know And you're related to Shell. We all know this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we have a, a we have a, a run on joke. Shell Silverstein was a cool guy. I met yeah. him a couple times. He grew up down the street. Yeah, he's yeah. from yeah. Chicago. Yeah. 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 Guys, Literally this guys, neighborhood. Guys, yeah. Greg Greg knows him. He's he's his son. He used to hang around the Playboy Mansion, eat all the free food and yeah. Joe oh, Silverstein oh, yeah. in the Playboy Mansion. That is a character that's that I never hired, put together. But that's, it, that's, that's who cool. gave Shell Silverstein his big. Oh, I, right. start, I you, know? you know, I. What's, he was a dirty writer. Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Hefner. Do we is is he still acceptable in society? Or there's a lot. To, I, I, there's a lot. I don't to mean admire. to bring that. I don't mean to bring that. There's up, a lot to admire about I, Hugh Hefner, because, there, and particularly in his right uh, in his uh, stance on civil rights. Mm. You know, he hired Dick Gregory to play New Orleans in 1960. Mm, and, uh, and also made sure that uh, Dick Gregory had a bodyguard to walk him to the stage, you know, mm. because it was the Deep South. But Hugh Hefner, you know, made it a point. He was a staunch civil rights advocate. Yeah. You know, the other stuff, I, I, I think, he, you, know, you know, the whole Playboy lifestyle thing, I, I was thought was a little bit jive. But uh, right. um, who did not treasure finding... 
a stash of Playboy magazines when they were like oh my God. nine or ten years old. I mean, that, that, those were treasures. <laughs> yeah, my, my parents yeah. had to stop their subscription because they kept catching me with it. So yeah. you, you, you were talking about your influences. You were talking about Shel Silverstein. Yes, said, yes. What, what did Shel Silverstein say that, so, say that stuck with you? Essentially, um, if I remember correctly, if it was him, but the way that he put it was um, that, you know, you when you're writing for children – uh, or, you know, even, you know, young people in general, I think people have this this tendency to write down where they just stay. They have to mm -hmm. like, you know, just like what you were mm -hmm. saying yeah. earlier, where yeah. it's just like, you know, you want to pet the cat nicely. Nick da -da -da. Jr. type of shit. Nick Jr., right? Yeah, right? Yeah. But it's like, actually, it, it really, you know, if you treat them like human beings, you treat them, you know, maybe you know, definitely not like adults, but you um, you don't. I guess disrespect them by 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 dumbing it down. You, right. you don't right. condescend. You don't condescend. Yeah. So right. totally. when I when I was working at the uh, the shelter, and this is when I first got involved with like you know uh, the night ministry, and and this is you know I was also involved with like social works and mm -hmm. learning all this stuff about how you know the system you know has this like uh, or or the system is flawed in a way to where it, it really puts people in my community on track to you know, not succeed. Mm -hmm. And I was seeing that on a regular basis, whether it be through, you know, you know, operations with social works or volunteering on the bus with the night ministry or being a program specialist at the, the, the emergency youth shelter. And one thing that I noticed is that, you know, I, I, I would often have these conversations with the, with the bus driver or like, you know, my colleagues or whatnot. I'd be like, yo, how do we end this? Right? Like, yeah. We have this problem. There's people who are hungry and living on the streets, and then we also have mental health. That's that's also an mm -hmm. issue. Like how? What do we? How do we stop putting band aids on these issues, and mm -hmm. really start putting some impact or doing things to to create some impact? And then that's when I think Sylvester, I, I, you know, um, he's the one of the drivers on the bus, and a conversation with him where it clicked, where it said. It starts with education. It starts. Absolutely. It starts yeah. with you know when you're it's a silver bullet, man. You know what I mean. So you know, and then that's when I started to think like, man, you know, I wasn't a fucking saint when I was younger, but I had football coaches that were like, hey, man, you know, you, he used to call it devil's lettuce. He'd be like, you want to stay away from that devil's lettuce, you know, just somebody to to. to <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be smoking on the weed, yeah. Right? Or you're gonna be down by the river, right? Rolling. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I think, man, dude. I, so, I, yeah. Es so, so essentially, I wrote the book because I noticed that at the shelter, you know, these are kids who, you know, in a few words, were, were have been abandoned. You know, they're seeing they, some shit. They're, yeah. see, you know, they don't have the teachers, or they don't have the relationship with that teacher like that, or they yeah. don't have. They're not. Maybe they don't have that extracurricular activity where an adult can, you know be a good influence. They don't have that voice that's saying you can do anything. Right. So it's, it's if you notice with simple mathematics, um, it's a book that really, it, 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 I, I wrote it to be, um, like a guide or, or more so of like a, a, a mentor. Yeah. If you don't have a mentor, you yeah. know, you could read it and be yeah. like, Oh, I need to save my money. I need to save, not just to save, but I need to save to invest. What, mm -hmm. what, it, what I know? like about the whole idea of the book is that, you spoke in the lingua franca of, of kids themselves and the yeah. language that they themselves speak in. Yeah. And when, you know, when, when adults are capable of doing that, I think you stand so much uh, a better chance of landing your message yeah, of, right. of, and having it yeah. be resonant, having yeah. it stick. 
And that's yeah. and yeah, and with all that said, man, that's where I like, you know, that's where I like uh, the site. The not to not to just be like, and let's get to the second, but, but like that when you're saying all these things, like they don't have these things, you know, these these voices that can motivate them to, you know, do better things and 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 see like better avenues to to go down. That's where I like the doubt bug, man. Mm. I think Chicago, man, is so full of doubt bugs in oh, a sense. I mean, man, I, I it's yeah. crazy how many friends I have that like have gone wayside to their own doubt and I hate it. I think well, that goes beyond Chicago. I think that's absolutely. just yeah, human sure, nature. Sure. You yeah. know, um, yeah. so d- describe this concept of doubt bug. Am so, I- so yeah, I mean, it, it all came about, um, I was doing Inktober, um, if anyone's familiar, yeah. but it's, it's like the month of October where you illustrate an image once a day, you know, given the prompt and yeah. so forth. Right. And, you know, before I would, oh, I've yeah. been drawing since I was like five or six, right? My older brothers were, they, they would, they drew, um, and I wanted to be like them. So, you know, I started drawing, right? So it's not like, you know, I was inexperienced and I was just like, oh, but I was, I had the doubt bug, right? I had this bug in my ear where mm-hmm. I was just like, man, you're not good enough. Like you can't mm-hmm. fucking draw. If people saw this shit, they're just going to laugh at you and be like, what the fuck are you doing? You're a filmmaker. You make music videos. You're you're up there with D games or you're you're shooting like D <laughs> You're ripping off D games. <laughs> so I was like, what what are you doing? You know, and I remember when I when I first pitched the idea, like I'm gonna write a book, you know, people were just like, What where, where is this coming from? And um so anyway, ink, uh, inked, uh, Inktober. I think you draw beautifully, by the way. Thank you. That you know, I, I I love the look of those books. I love the the good natured, you know, kind of line and uh I, I'm a failed cartoonist. You know, when people ask me what what, what I do, uh. I want to be a cartoonist or a comic book artist. And because of ADD, I get too distracted for sequ- sequential stuff. But, uh. you know, I look at your drawings and I think these are whimsical. These are full of poetry. They're full of kindness. Words cannot describe how much that means to me. <laughs> and this is recorded, too, so I can play this back. <laughs> you know? Play it over yeah. and over play again. It over, you know, before I go to sleep, like, oh. But don't forget to play... Uh, uh, White Boy by Ebo Hoodridge uh, <laughs> on YouTube before. God knows we're, we're, I need the views. We're, we're plugging that video. It's in my reel. It's going to blow up now. Um, it's in but, my goddamn reel. But no. but no, yeah, it's, it, it, I hit a point where I was drawing, I was illustrating an image um, for, the, for, the, for, the, for, the, for the prompt. And I put my pencil down. I was like, yo, why am I being a bitch? You know, I was, I, you know, I was sitting up here. I'm just like, why the fuck do I care? Why am I being a bitch? And then that's when I realized, like, oh shit. Why do I care what anybody else thinks? Right? Who gives fuck a fuck? You. Seventy five percent of the battle of being an artist is just overcoming yourself. It's literally yeah. growing a growing a pair yeah, and saying, exactly. this is what I want to do. Finding your big boy pants. Finding and, your you big know, boy getting pants. Getting on with it. Right. Yeah. And saying, this is this is it's, where I'm at. And this is what I'm doing. You know. And that's when I was like, man, it's crazy. I'm learning this at like 28. 29. But I think that's when it usually happens if you some look at a lot of... Some people never learn it. Some people right. never yeah, learn yeah, it. Yeah, and there right. you go. Some Absolutely. people never learn it. And I was like, what if I did something or wrote something that would get kids started on that idea of I'm capable of whatever the fuck I want to do mm-hmm. as long as I overcome myself and stop being scared. Yeah. Um, and then that's when the doubt bug came in and... and that's a great idea. Yeah. That, that is a really fine premise yeah. for, for a book. What for, inspired the evil looking kid. bug? Yes. yes. 
What, sorry, what inspired the evil looking bug? I love the bug. I think he. I think he's like this green bastard, and he I just, mean, God, he looks like he crawls into your ear and just says it, the most horrible things. It's it's funny. After I after I, I I created him, some people pointed out they were like, "Yo, this this guy kind of looks like Plankton from SpongeBob." So that's funny. <laughs> I get I get that. I get that mixed with like the Grinch, man. Like this uh, yeah. green bastard. That's a, that's the first one I heard. And of that uh, when and as I call him the green bastard, it reminds me of the yellow bastard. From yeah. Sin City, from like Sin this, City, and yeah. who was a bit of a doubt fucking bug himself. In, yeah. in a, yeah, in a Frank, sense. Frank Miller's like, a psychopath. Yeah, though, you know, it's right. like, he ain't right. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, I just man, that, but that that one, I don't know, man, because I like the simple mathematics. I was like, this is this is it, man. This is like this is really like a nice guide to life. But the doubt bug is like, I don't know. It's like a survival guide almost. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's really. Um, important to me uh i read it every night no uh, but uh (laughs) but uh, but, dude what what age group were you like shooting at with second graders second Second graders Um, is there a reason why you're going that young or skewing that young um i i just felt like that was that was the you know that was the youngest i could get for them to grasp that kind of concept you know i didn't want to make like a board book you know for the younger groups and you know especially with the attention spans also considering sure sure um you know, I still remember stuff from second grade. Yeah, same here. Jesus Christ Almighty, who ran up my ninety, bit my tit and made me shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ Almighty. I hope that a kid, a kid named Billy Babeki. I need more water. Taught me that. I don't. We might need clearance for that. I don't know. Is that is that in the public domain? I'm taking that. I'm, I, I'm I think that so. One. You know. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I I know. Like I still. Like but, Brainland have like a hundred of those. Do you, you know? know why you remember that though? It's because it rhymes. Absolutely. Jesus Christ Almighty, something went up my night. Dead shit, you know. Right, you know? Come on, you know? So yeah. this uh the doubt bug doesn't rhyme, but my but the next one that I'm writing, it rhymes. And uh cool. That, that's 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 the one thing that like I, I've I've spent more time on the copy on this one, you know, than I have, you know, on any on anything else, honestly, because um, this one, I wanted kids to learn how to accept themselves. You know, I think, I think schools should buy these books and hand them out to kids. I really I do. Mean, that'd, that'd be great. I, is this I'm, is this a, is that more Shel Silverstein like getting his way into your work? Yeah, most definitely. Um, most definitely. That's a great influence to have. Yes, I, yes. I, I thought the world of them. I loved. Uh, you know where the sidewalk ends, uh, light at the end of the uh, tunnel. The, well, there's nothing uh, the more. Tree, there's nothing. Nothing shrivels you up faster than the giving. Giving tree. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. yeah, I still remember reading I, that as a kid. I, 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 you can give me thirty seconds. I could start crying about it. Yeah. but we won't go there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I, I mean, I still remember. Don't bitch up. I can, you know, I, I can read. You know, I still remember Shel Silverstein mm. poems, um, and. Um, that those had a huge influence on me, but even like some of the, um, you know, books that I read a little later when I was like 10 or like a preteen, like the SC Hinton books yeah, yeah. had a huge effect the on outsiders uh, and Rumblefish. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah all of those, those had a huge influence on me. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see the, the, the age group you're, you're kind of honing in on right now. Do you see yourself continue with that or maybe, Expanding else, I, older kids. I definitely see myself continuing with that because one thing that I have a lot of fun doing is putting those little Easter eggs in there, and yeah. that's that's what Fitz is talking about. Yeah. So when he talks about Goji being like a little degenerate, yeah, you know that's that's something you would only be able to pick up 
you know, they say yeah. the devil knows himself. The devil can, can recognize himself. Yeah, right. so I wanted I wanted to write something for kids, but I also wanted my friends to look at it and be like, that was Greg last week. You know what I mean? Yeah, but del- I think delinquency is is sort of natural. I, I think it's... I, oh, it's a big you, part of my life. You, but if, if, you know, but if, you, if, you, if you avoid it, you know, more power to you. But I think it's almost damn near impossible i think everybody has a situation whether it's on the most minor of scales or whether you know you play ding dong ditch or yeah. something but or like you know max, or max went as far as you know stole a, stole a keg from a neighbor's uh, oh, yeah. down the street and Ma- put it max in actually, yeah max actually uh had all kinds of delinquent moments and he never got caught and I have I have written this. I'm <clears throat> deciding on what I want to do with all these stories I've written about in the in the past and all that. But I, maybe I'll make a little book of it. But I don't know. Maybe I'll go down the Greg Boozer path. Maybe now. I mean you're more. I want to make a. I want to make something else. Though. I want to. I don't know. We'll don't see. worry. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, you know the, the greatest thing about but it, 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 stories would involve Greg. I'm just saying. Oh, absolutely. He's he's involved in the delinquency. He's so, not he's not innocent. So. Ah. Yeah, it's it's it. That's why you know there's Craig. Another reason why I created Craig, you know, right. it's very similar to Greg, right? Yes. But like me and me and uh, back when we did Teo, you know, me and Drake created this idea called Swim. Um, it's like this is like a deep deep web kind of thing, but it's Swim. It's like a dark web too. Dark, you know, it's See. Swim is it's an acronym for someone who isn't me. So yeah. back in the day, we had this series, this original series, where we would get people, our friends, to come on in camera and be like swim someone who was at me i remember the time where you know i took 10 you know xanax bars and blanked out for an entire day really irresponsible stuff right oh we i could give you some <laughs> <laughs> is this a continuing project no, uh, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wish it continued but yeah. i you know we got caught up yeah, at that time we started getting busy with like major clients it, and at stuff. some at some point you got to reanimate that definitely where people okay someone who yeah. was in me one time did this, you know. I mean, I, I think that's a and great idea. I, it's it's yeah. a way for you to it's tell a way your of story. Confessing without confessing, exactly. You know. So I created Craig because a lot of people don't know this, and I guess they'll know this now when they listen. I actually created a comic with Craig, um, essentially, so that I could tell my story and the things that I go through on the weekends and all that, without being like, yeah. My name is Greg. This is me. So it's it. Craig, <laughs> Craig actually, I, I like I have a photo. I used to look like Craig before I created Craig. And he's like the good guy comparison to like in comparison to, to Goji. Goji right. is like the guy that, you know, makes you, you know, do, you know, whatever irresponsible things. And Craig is the guy who tries to make you walk that straight and narrow. Um, and I, I, I have a lot of fun, I guess, working with that. That contrast where it's like, you know, we all have both of those we, guys. Exactly. In us, man, you know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Duality of, of uh, the human being. You know, I yeah. think I think, you know, it's we're getting you young. You're, we're getting young in now. We're getting, uh, you know, the philosopher young C.C. Young. Oh, uh, oh, 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 we're going uh, down. To, no, it's, right. he, it's it's about humans and their inherent right. dualities. Yes. Yeah. No, yes. I, I think. Yes. Yeah. But I think that's real. And I think, you know. I, I don't know. I like, I think we, not to, I think we on this podcast kind of go down this path a little, a lot, but I, I mean, you know, like when we, when we're so quick to like, you know, be like, Oh, 
let's cancel them and let's get let's get them out of here and it's like yeah. we don't kind of realize it's like we're sort of you know we're not perfect ourselves and it's like oh no I, well I just, speak for yourself i fear yeah <laughs> besides besides chris bad of course uh, uh but uh no i just i just think that like if somebody caught me on my worst moment you know um i think a lot of my friends would be like oh you know uh it's kind of it's kind of fucked up, I, you know. It's kind of I, bad. <laughs> I, I think that's the problem with like pedestals, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's that's one thing that I'm very keen on. Like, you know, when I'm moving around or whatever I'm doing, I'm very keen on being like, you know, don't put me on a pedestal, and yeah, I don't right, put anybody absolutely. else on a pedestal because yeah, yeah. we're all human. You know? Idol worship is is dangerous. Char- Charles Barkley, I'm not I'm not your role model. What did he say? Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm, I'm nobody's role I'm, model. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. But. You know, uh, no, but he, in a in a sense, he's he's right. But um, I yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know, man. It, it like I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and I've been thinking about like like how like we'll be seeing something on the internet, and then we'll be like, oh yeah, that that person's crazy, and then I'll be like, I, like we then we're getting a framed this, version it, of what we're seeing yeah, there. I don't it know, turn, like, it I, turns into this witch hunt. Yeah, yeah, in a sense, you know? in a sense. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just wish we would like get back to that idea that like none of us are perfect and like yeah. we would just yeah. But also, yeah, I mean, it doesn't excuse yeah, anyone from yeah. You but know, also, doing, I, I do, know. I do respect the idea that like if someone is doing some bullshit. That now you can have like a group of people with evidence to say like, hey, you know, this person is doing something wrong. Yeah, um, I do appreciate. Yeah, there's yeah. just a bunch of things. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, whatever. but everybody it's gotta thinks, come into a balance. Of everybody some sort, thinks they're Ronan Farrow. You know, yeah. <laughs> everyone thinks. Sure, and sure. I wasn't is, really talking about the Me Too. Thing. No, I was no, really but, just but, talking about like. It's like, you know, everybody's got skeletons in the closet. Right. Shit, mine are in the front yard. Fuck, you know, there you, you can go. see them. Yeah, you I, know? there you go. Yeah, if you can't tell anybody about what you're doing, you probably shouldn't be doing it. So exactly, you know, exactly. Yeah, and all the people that are like the the be like, did you hear? It's always the one guy who's always like, did you hear that so and so did this? And then you're like, why are you always the one reporting? And then you're like, exactly. are you the one who's like, nobody likes got a something fucking going tattletale. On. Nobody likes well, that I, fucking I don't, snitch. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't. No, no but people, I, don't know if I it's think tattletaling has more as more of it's like there comes a certain obsession with wanting to like report on exactly. like the newest like somebody's yeah. downfall and to be just, outraged yeah. people yeah. love to be yeah. outraged yeah. And, yeah. and hey man i love the traffic and the misery I, of other human beings i, I right. think yeah. i've definitely been one of the guys who's been like did you hear about so and so because it's like i'm human and it happens i think i'm a part of that too so i yeah. when i say this i i want to talk to myself well, as well on social media uh, there's just that echo chamber of that's know, what i that's what it is. Echo chamber. that's yeah. why I, yeah yeah it's like it's hard to like say the right thing on social media because it's like who are you saying the right thing to besides all the people who know you're like a like a sensible person yeah. for the most part you know i don't know and i i mean and that that's that's one thing that like you know i also you know think about because it's like you know you really don't have to be a celebrity anymore to like, you know, get yourself into some trouble. You no, know what I mean? No, not at all. Um, no, you could just be locally you famous. Be lo- as you could be a local dude and, noticed, and catch, yeah. catch yourself into some, some trouble. Right. Um, but, and that's, that's the importance of like, you know, being transparent. And I, I know yeah. I, I spend a lot of time reflecting and, and, you know, for all the, 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 the mental health advocates out there, you know what I'm saying? Therapy is very important and yeah. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's helped me tremendously you know, and, and being honest with myself and others. Yeah. And, 
Every Friday morning, man. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, it's, every it's a, Friday morning I have it. It's a solid check-in where, you know, mm-hmm. you get to have someone to help you reflect even deeper so that you can be a better person the next it, day. It's usually never what they tell you either. It's what you hear yourself say exactly. in a safe space. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like, you know. That's it, why I love The Sopranos, man. Yeah, yeah. It's it, there's a lot of yeah. great stuff in there that's like, wow, that's really what therapy's doing. It's like because at first he wasn't about it. He was like, "Fuck, would you want me to talk to a fuck? What are you people the gonna first, think I'm crazy?" The, fir- the first season when he's boom, looking at when yeah. he's looking at Lorraine, he's like, "Who are who are you?" Well, but this goes back to what you're talking about with like telling these kids it's okay to do this, yes. like mm-hmm. going into our communities and saying it's okay to get therapy. Yes, I, I grew, absolutely. I, I grew up w- with that and in a family that that was okay. But I have friends. My wife grew up in Russia. I mean, like therapy was for the week. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, right. I'm yeah, I'm second generation. So my 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 family is originally from Haiti. Mm-hmm. You know, when I told my mom, I've, that spent, I was, I've spent time in Haiti. Have you? Yeah, I yeah. I need yeah. to get down there and not now. I, I went not, there. Yeah, no, not, no, definitely no, not no, now. I know it's um, really bad. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's. I was it's, there right after they threw baby doc out. Get so, out of here! Yeah, and uh, there was this glimmering, shimmering moments of hope that that it would turn around. It my was, my mom was actually just telling me about Papa Doc and oh, was, her time. Oh, my God. Butcher. She was yeah. telling me about all the stories. You know who propped him up? Who? We did. Did we? The USA. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah, she didn't tell me that. She was just telling me about how, like, you know, growing up, she couldn't tell anybody. Like, I remember when I was a kid and we'd watch Saturday Night Live and, you know, they'd be making fun of, like, Bill Clinton or whatnot. And she mm-hmm. would look at the TV and be like, oh, my God, you, you could never do this in Haiti. At all. If you talk right. shit about the president, mm-hmm. you're going to end up... They bury you. You know they bury you alive? Papa Doc yeah. buried people yeah. alive yeah. in front of the White House in Haiti. <sighs> also and had him beheaded with machetes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, and she, she... He had a private police force called the Tom Tom Akut. Uh, and see, you know more than me. And then the the, <laughs> the, 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 the... You can't talk to... Like, let's say if I'm, if I'm in a conversation with Fitz, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, man, you know... This Papa Doc guy really sucks. Like I, I can't trust him. I can't like yeah. you can't trust anybody. You can't trust your neighbors because yeah. they might rat you out. Right. And then you, you, not only do you, Baby die, Doc was just as bad, and he fled the country with their treasury. Yeah, with all the money. He went. He, didn't he go to France, to Paris? Paris? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, is he? Is he? He's passed since. Yeah, he's dead okay. now. Uh-huh. He's, thankfully, he's dead. Uh-huh. You know. I'd, I'd piss on his grave, but I swore after I got out of Boy Scouts, I'd never stand in line again. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, and you have a you have a very strong, passionate belief that the Haitian patty is stronger than the Jamaican. Oh yes. Ah, uh, thank you for there. bringing this up. I want to. I, I thank I, you. I, I, you know, I told you you were going to get free range to beat up listen, Andre on listen. this podcast. I told you. I, I feel like you know, but he's gonna get some. He's gonna get a rebuttal. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Okay. He deserves that. Yeah. I, I here's the thing. I feel like, like a lot of things in life, there's things that are great. You know that that society tells you that these things are great. Society tells you that the Jamaican patty is the, it's the greatest thing out there, right? Have mm-hmm. you guys had a Jamaican patty? No, what's a Jamaican patty? A Jamaican, Jamaica- by the way, Jerky Jerk is amazing. Yeah, I told yeah. you. Yeah, they yeah. probably have one there. <laughs> oh, do they? Yeah, okay. probably. They probably yeah. yeah. Okay. Jamaican patty, it's the standard. You can get it at any bodega. It's the standard. You get it at any bodega. You get it at any corner store. You can pop them in the microwave, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right? But the Haitian patty, 
mm-hmm. the Haitian patty. It's on a different. It's on a different field, right? It's in its own lane. It's mm-hmm. a pastry. It's a flaky pastry. My dad's getting fucking. I've I've had one. You've had one. My dad's raising right now. I had one in uh, Patientville in in Haiti. So you can Uh, attest to the magic that is within. (laughs) Honestly, God, one of the best things I ever ate. They served him at at breakfast every morning. I'm going to also be replaying that part also every (laughs) night before I go to bed. The Haitian patty. Uh, Where can we get these in Chicago? And that's the thing. Down. Well, there is a spot that he detests. I had a plug. That's the thing. There's, you know, I don't, I, I got to be careful my, with my words of, here. There's a lot of fake spots out there. <laughs> you know, you got to know somebody who knows somebody to get these. It's, it's a, it's, it's, it's a special thing. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's not, you can't find this at a corner store. And that's why I get offended when, you know, people come up to me and be like, Hey, you know, the Jamaican patty is pretty good. Like, okay, well, you know, this is something special you're not just going to find. You got to know somebody to know somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Well, well, we got to we got to bring them in. We got to bring them into keep, the studio. I'm going to have to keep my uh, my ears out and yeah. figure out how I can lay yeah. hands on a Haitian patty. When I when I reestablish, you know, a connection with the uh, uh, the uh, uh, a secure plug, I'll bring <clears> in some patties <throat> for you all. Okay. You know what I mean? And we'll let you. You know what I mean? We'll 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 I'll, I'll get a videographer in here. We'll 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 shoot the entire thing. We'll have a Jamaican patty in comparison. I we'll let the world see. Okay, okay. Cool. We're, we're gonna hold you to that for part for part two when we have you on. Absolutely. Uh, again, um, when we can when we can get you. Um, oh, definitely. Dude, thank you for coming on here, yeah, man. Thanks and, and so if much. there's anything you need to plug right now, or just say, or whatever. Uh, I think you should say the names of your books and how to get well, them. Well, yeah, yeah, that, that, but yeah, and anything up and coming or, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, my my first book, Simple Mathematics, second book, um, The Doubt Bug, both of them you could purchase on my website, uh, which is pretty easy. It's boost, it's www.boost.work, which is B-O-O-S-E dot work. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, you could, you could purchase them there or you could visit me on yeah. Instagram uh, at B O O S E dot underscore. I, I I always hate doing the plugs because it's like, who is anybody actually? You know, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. The plugs. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. it, it's it, it, wouldn't it be bogus if we're like, yeah, and that's it, and uh, yeah, get out of here. Fuck yeah. your plugs. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. But, uh, but honestly, I you should read these books. Um, you know, as an adult, even, and just see if you know. Hey, well, I have, what can I have, they bring to you? Because they did bring something to me. I got an eight-year-old granddaughter, yeah. so that's Where? right, yeah. right, right in her wheelhouse. Anyone with kids, I strongly recommend it. I really do. If you want to get a book that's actually geared to your kids' intelligence and humor and actually is going to speak to the level of what they want and not talk down, not condescend, not dumb down your kid, then you should purchase Simple Mathematics or The Doubt Bug. Or anything by Greg Boozerith. You should actually show your children White Boy by Ebone Hoodridge on YouTube. I, All right. I kid, swear. Kid, take us out. Would you, that's it? Thank okay. you. Thank you. Um, and, and yeah, um, just lastly, I just want to say I want to thank you. Thank you all for, for having me. Oh, man. Happy um, to. I'm, we, we, I'm we'll, tre- we're going to get you again. Tre- tremendously yeah. humbled and, and honored to even be sitting here and, and talking with you all. And, um, and yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you we're, we're gonna drag it's you fun. back here and yeah. bring them patties with you. Oh, and, most the, definitely. And, the, and the new book. Absolutely. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. All right. Much love, Greg. Thank All right. you. All right.
Hey guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick. Thank you guys for tuning in to our 92nd episode, sponsored by Forbidden Root Beer. If you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1746 West Chicago Avenue. Drink their beer. Yep. A big shout out mm. to Parkwalk Productions, home of the Max and Tony Show. Chris Bat. And don't forget to check out the Dime Showroom, which is recently opened with a new little room called TF Projects. That's me. And there we go. And that's 1513 Northwestern. And if you want to catch up on old episodes or just stay in the loop of what we're usually doing, go to themaxandtonyshow.com and tune in next time for the 93rd episode. Whoa, we are getting close to 100. 93. 93. Be, be there. Aloha. Why? Why? Why aloha? It's a Hawaii Five-O reference. Mm. Of course, I keep forgetting you're like fucking 12. I forget you're, uh, yeah. <laughs> you're anti-vax and... <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't have any more jokes. Um, is this the episode where he, where he's acting? Are we doing another? What's this is the ep- Yeah, this is the episode. Uh, no, it's not. It's not. Which I think is better. Okay, we'll bring it back. Say good night, Max. What was that? Gunshot. <laughs> Say good night, Max. Good night, Max. Can we edit in a gunshot after that? I can edit in anything. Shots fired. Shots fired.